Alexis, and Moira, and David, and Johnny, and all their Schitt's Creek friends. Ew, David! Hi! Hi! Welcome. This is Shit Simply Hello. the Best. I'm Katie. And I'm Rayon. And hi. Hello. <laughs> We're here. We are on a grand episode. Many things happen, oh, and a very, very big oh thing God. happens. The hike. Uh, we only have two episodes left of season five, and this is the second to last. One of them. <laughs> this is one of them. <laughs> and this is one of them. <laughs> Probably in the order that it runs, just like a show works. Cool. That's crazy. So, How did you do that? I don't know. It's just magic. <laughs> Moira comes in apparently we're still on the Bosnian thing because she immediately <laughs> says good morning in Bosnian apparently and they're like yeah we know yeah we get it. <laughs> they I feel like everybody she must do it so much because everybody's so aware of her stories and the mm-hmm. language in general but she comes in and she acts like she wants to bring them breakfast in bed and she's so excited I love it. she found a petite patisserie She's very specific about the bakery she went to, and it's very special. And she's like, I don't know if it's I'm so emotional with opening night around the corner. And they're both very suspicious because this doesn't seem right. Why is she doing something? Yeah, that was my first thought, too. When she opened the door and she had things in her Mm -hmm. hand, like, I was like, who is she running these errands for? Who is this Moira? I feel like she doesn't do anything for free. So that's what they're thinking, too. He opens the box and he's like, aren't these the cinnamon buns from the lobby? And then (laughs) casually Moira mentions that there's programs that arrived for the show and they're unfolded. So there's 500 programs and they're unfolded. That is so many. Also, that's so is there even that many people in this town? That's what I was thinking. But I guess people are coming from other towns. Right. Maybe journeys. So (laughs) she reminds them of her years of signing checks and how that led to Carpal Tunnel. So AKA she can't do any of it. She can't do anything. Yeah. Apparently. Suggests it like it's magical. She's like, we could get this big pile and you can make a game out of it and you and Alexis could do this. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, you split the big pile and make a game out of it. Make it fun. (laughs) And both of them have plans. So they can't. So David says... He has a picnic with Patrick, and Alexis says this is her one day off, so her and Ted have to do trip trip things. Yeah. She freaks out immediately, and she's like, they have to be folded, and she reminds them of these lovely pastries and coffees she brought, and David picks one up, and he's like, okay, well, this coffee has nothing in it. (laughs) It's a gesture. Yeah. Something Something so so literal. (laughs) (laughs) What else would they be? Ridiculous. Uh, I can't gold. believe she went through the work of finding four empty cups and putting them in a cup holder. I know. And that's not even anything. She clearly didn't fill any of them. Right. So. Like, it would have been easier to just go get coffee. Literally. But she doesn't. She doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being so literal. Oh, ridiculous. So Alexis goes to Ted's. Ted is busy trying to pick the best beaches for them in the Galapagos. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Alexis mentions that, well, she's been on a list before for the best sarong, so she thinks she knows her way around a beach. <laughs> of <She> course. <laughs> He's talking about other things, you know, like adventure things, like goggles and right, snorkels. Snorkels. And she's like, oh, I don't go into open water, <laughs> but I'm so excited to watch you do it. Yeah, that's such a like specific. <laughs> I love that. And I understand. I mean, I go in. I love going in the water, but I won't go far because of my shark fear. 
So mm. see, I do love going into open water and like going like far, um, far. But I was thinking, uh, there's a lot of swimsuits that say they are not made for water. Really? Yeah, they're like, do not go into the water in these. What is the purpose of a swimsuit then? It's to tan, so you sit oh. there. So it's like the swimsuits that are made for Alexis. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. So like for her, it's like. The pretty ones. Yeah, the really, really pretty ones. They're yeah. not meant to go in the water. Dumb. <laughs> That's definitely what she wears. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? What are these for? For being pretty around the pool, but don't go in but the But there's pool. like the fancy, really cute one pieces. And those I feel like aren't even for tanning. They're just for like a jacuzzi. Because where mm-hmm. else are you going to wear that unless you want a weird tan? Which no, no one wants that. No. Especially not Alexis. So... He keeps talking about the stuff that they're bringing and it just freaking her out because he mentions like bug repellent and malaria Malaria pills. pills. (laughs) And then she she's trying to make it all, you know, sexy. And she's like, oh, we can get one of those big nets, you know, for the uh," and he goes, that's actually a big hazard. (laughs) If it catches fire, you're literally in a cage on fire. Yeah. She's just like, great. This sounds wonderful. He tries to just sway it. Oh, well, we could talk about, you know, the bed. And the stuff that we'll be doing in it. things we're going to do on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. And he goes, oh, but before we get lunch, we have to make a quick stop to get vaccines. And Alexis wonders if they really need them. And he's like, oh, it's just like Botox. And she's like, ew, Ted, what am I, 32? (laughs) Ew, Ted, what am I, 32? (laughs) The best line. (laughs) So rude. How dare she? I'm turning 32. Let's not talk about it because I'm 33, so... Shouldn't have revealed it, but you said I'm it. a lady and I do reveal my age, but not my weight. So even though I will, but not on this. <laughs> it's 2022. Reveal whatever you want. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's let's journeys. So <laughs> Patrick and David, here's the big. This is probably like the A storyline. They're going on a hike. David thought it was mm-hmm. a picnic. He's like, where are we? And he's like, it is a picnic, but we have to hike. To get there. Can you imagine this charming park bench in the middle of an English garden? And he's like, David, you have to stop watching Notting Hill. It's not helpful for our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> so he hands him a backpack and he asks what it is. Come on, David. <laughs> it's your picnic basket. <laughs> yeah. Patrick just says, you'll love it. Just trust me. Mm-hmm. So we'll get back to that. Back at the motel, Johnny comes in and Moira says, look at you, John, my handsome proletarian, all rumbled and sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, oh, well, I wouldn't be that sweaty if Roland actually helped me because apparently he's moving all of this furniture so they can take it to the theater. By himself. Yeah, by himself. Thanks, Roland. He's just observing, of course. Why is Roland even an employee here? Why, really? Johnny does all of his stuff. But he does remind him. He's like, well, you are using my truck. Okay. But you have like the only truck out of these people. So what do you expect? (laughs) He He also says, you also have this working man glow. And I like it except for the aroma. (laughs) God. (laughs) (laughs) So mean. They're going to take this to the cabaret set. And Johnny's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I didn't realize that you'd be robbing us blind because apparently she's taking everything. So that's nice. She's because this is the only place sad enough to look like a pre-war brothel in Germany. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sad. And I love that Stevie's the one that says it because she's fully aware this is her motel. So Yeah, it's her place. Good times. (laughs) 
this is another part of the story that starts. So they can tell that Johnny seems really exhausted. So Stevie's like, why don't you mm-hmm. sit down? And he's really out of breath. Yeah, because Moira asks him to grab one last thing and he like drops it. Yes. And that's kind of what starts it because they're all like, oh. Yeah, are you okay? It's like, just slipped. Stevie gets in water as he sits down and Moira's like, how was I supposed to know you were in peril? You keep everything inside like a bashful clam. <laughs> a bashful clam. She uses a lot of uh, phrases. Ah, I wish I had written this one down. Which one? Like, how long has this affliction been? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It's just... It's so flowery. Also, she uses a lot of sea creatures. Well, and other <laughs> creatures too, I guess. But also, isn't a clam always bashful? That one kind of makes me laugh because I was like, this I don't so know. Specific. Right. And they're clammed up. Ah, I see what you uh, did there. Uh, so, Ted would be proud. Stevie wants to take him to the hospital because mm-hmm. she's immediately worried. That's alarmist. Donnie's saying it's just like a, I pulled a muscle. That's all that it is. And of course, Roland tries to help. Oh, God, Roland. Oh, you know, my cousin had the same thing. And then Stevie's like, oh, so we can call him for advice. And Roland's like, oh, well, we can't. And he died he because of a heart attack. <laughs> it's like, he might not answer because he's been dead. It's terrible. And Moral flips out immediately. And she goes, can you hear me, John? Can you hear me? And she just starts, like, yelling in his face. I know. It's... And he's just staring at her. It's like, I'm going to need your voice to take a five. I love how he says that. Take a five. And that's also really funny because it's like theater. Like, uh, five. Thank you, five. Like, it's very Mm -hmm. theater of him. Yeah. Everyone take a five. Stevie's like, I think it's time to go to the hospital. And this time Johnny agrees. So it's actually kind of scary. And Moira, oh my God, this might be the funniest thing. Her voice drops so low. I know, she goes so it is intense. so funny how she does it. I mean, Catherine O'Hara is a goddess, but it's just like immediately, so and it's funny because she's calm, but she sounds like a devil because it's so gravelly. <laughs> yeah, because once, once Johnny admits that it might be time to go to the hospital, yeah. she's like, okay, it's go time. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> must be her way of like, okay, this is the only way I can be calm is to it's serious now. put on a voice, apparently. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she also, of course, before she leaves, she goes, oh, so maybe we can we can take a stack for the trip. She's talking about of the programs. And Stevie's like, no, <laughs> no we have to go. The programs. <laughs> Jesus. I love that it's still in her like deep, serious voice, too. She's like, and maybe we can pack a stack for the trip. So good. <laughs> Alexis and Ted get to the cafe and they walk over to Twyla and Ronnie asking what's going on. And she's like, I didn't know you played solitaire. I know. And like, it's clearly a big stack of cards. Yeah. Uh, Alexis also has a really cute tan little bandaid on her little arm. Oh, yeah. You're right. From the vaccine. Oh, from good the vaccine. Good call. Nice. Speaking of, I'm fully boosted now. So boom. Hey, I've been boosted. Well, it was harder to do <laughs> here. So shush. <laughs> so she's like, oh, I don't play solitaire, but they're tarot cards. So Twyla's raising money for a dishwasher, so she's offering $5 card ratings. And Ronnie says that she's really good because she won the lotto last time, and Twyla said she'd have a bit of luck, but she goes, oh, but I won $10 and spent 20 <laughs> Right. She did say a bit of luck. I was going to say, that so, is accurate. She didn't say she a was... bunch. So, you know. Alexis is like, oh, where did you learn? And of course, Twyla says, one of oh, her no. mom's ex-boyfriends was a magician and gambling addict. You know, casual stuff. And then she goes on and she goes, he was really good at reading tarot cards. He predicted when he was going to leave my mom, like, to, to the, the day. day. <laughs> God, Twyla. 
And Ted's a skeptic. Yes, he doesn't like it. But Alexis is like, it's for charity. Twilight needs someone to wash her dishes. (laughs) And she's like, no, we just need an appliance. Uh, Whoosh. Everything goes right past Alexis's head all the time. Special girl. Alexis is like, you need to get your story straight if people are donating. Oh, God. Like, understand (laughs) what this is, lady. She doesn't get it. Uh. I wonder how many things go in one ear and literally out the other with her. I feel like they don't even go in the air. They, like, approach the ear and escape. For real. They just go like this. Yeah, they... <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Let's have a visual on an audio yeah. platform. <laughs> you know, that you'll figure it out. You can imagine what I did. You'll figure it out. Whoop, just with it the goes, noise. Whoop. It's all about the <laughs> miming. No worries. So, Twyla asks them to place their hands on the deck. And this is actually really cute because they both close their eyes and it's very cute. Yeah, they're like, think about something you really, really want. She pulls out the cards and she asks immediately if they're going anywhere near water. And then if there's boats. Well, yes, they're going to an island. Yeah, there's boats on the water. She immediately says, well, (laughs) I see a boat capsizing, people screaming, and a couple underwater and then it fades to black. God, it's so dark. Jesus Christ. Ted's like, oh, well, you can't see that in the cards. And Twyla's like, well, I do have to interpret them. And he goes, cool. Could you interpret something more positive? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, well, I see a party, a big event. People dressed in black. Everyone dressed fancy in black. Oh, like a black and white party? Well, not a black and white party. More like a funeral. (laughs) God. (laughs) And their faces. (laughs) So good. I do love tarot cards, though, I will say. I love all that stuff. I think it's so fun. I think they're pretty. But you don't believe in any of that? No. I think it could go one way or the other, but it is fun. I got it done. Is that the right way to... I had it done? When I was in in Salem, actually, which was a joy because it's so witchy. And I was like, I got to do it here. It's like meant to be. Ooh, spooky. You know, it's fun. The hike. Here we go. Patrick and David. David's like, there's no service. And Patrick is like, well, you don't need it because we have each other saying obvious things. Yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, who's going to keep track of my eBay bits? <laughs> <laughs> then he asks immediately, do they really need the two backpacks? And Patrick is like, well, you had a really long list and we needed ice packs to keep the cheese requested cold. Did I get the ice pack one? Because this is not it's light. It's not light. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back to his fantasy. I wonder why we couldn't go in like a meadow somewhere, you know, with like a horse trotting around in the background. <laughs> Two men on horses trotting around in the background. Yes. Patrick's getting really frustrated, which I understand. I would too. I get it. He's like, I got up really early to pack the bags, and I thought this would be a really fun thing for us to do together, but obviously it was a mistake. And David's like, okay, we can keep going. Right. Yeah, because Patrick, let's turn around. Let's go. Let's get out of here. And he's like, there's another half hour. And David's like, well, I have to eat soon because I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Always. David, he really thanks him. And I think you look very dashing in your hiking clothes. But it's a long way to go for some cheese. Patrick is like, okay, well, we should turn around then. And he steps on this branch and it goes through his shoe. Through his shoe. Ouch. Very Home Alone moment there. And David shouts, where's the bear? (laughs) Like immediately. I know, as soon as he yells. (laughs) Okay, so we'll we'll get back to that. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, they're at the hospital And Moira is getting really frustrated because they're waiting and they've been waiting there for a while and she wants Johnny to be Mm -hmm. seen by someone. And Roland, oh God, he's like, well, you know what? Long silence means it's probably not good news. I know. He's 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 the worst. worst. I mean, him and Johnny. Johnny's bad at it too. But 
Yeah. It's it's a mess. So she starts talk yelling in the Moira way that she does. And she's like, you know, I have these sentiments I say to myself, but I'm not sure if I should say them now. And she just starts shouting them. And she says she's given far too much attention to this bicorn of a show. And she wants Johnny <laughs> to know that he's the most important thing in the world. And she wants to make sure he really knows it, which is very sweet. And she yells that last part for everybody in the waiting room. She goes, and I include Caroline in that. And I've had that wig for 40 years. <laughs> Caroline. That's also a really good trivia I note, I feel like. Names of certain, because she only names certain wigs, mm-hmm. and obviously a few are just in the pilot, but yeah, Caroline's a keeper, apparently. She's known her for 40 years. Yeah, I mean, she's been there Important. for her. Good job, Caroline. Mm-hmm. Sweet Caroline. Older than her kids. <laughs> oh, that's true. Moira starts to say, if you make it through, and Stevie goes, when? 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 What? <laughs> she's kind of freaking out a lot as well, yeah, but in a different way. having it, yeah. Yeah, she's having a moment. And Moira's like, everything will change. We'll eat healthier. I'd say no wine or less wine, (laughs) queen. (laughs) I need it. I understand. (laughs) And the pills. I need to keep my pills. But I'm not the one at a health risk. (laughs) I'm not the health risk. The pills will have to stay. I'm not the health risk. Stevie asks her to sit down because she feels that she's at risk for heart failure because of all the stuff she's been Mm -hmm. saying. And Moira's like, I've been calling David, but he's not picking up. And Johnny asks about Alexis. There's an idea. Anybody have her number? <laughs> Jesus Christ. This woman. <sighs> With how far they've come, she just still... Still doesn't even have a phone number. Yeah. Stevie says that she'll text her. And then on cue, Roland comes and brings him like all this shit. Chips and just crappy snacks. <laughs> Like, I went to the vending machine. I know you must be hungry. Keeps saying that hospitals make him nervous and he's sorry. And he's like, the last time I was here was with Lenny and he didn't last very long. He did. It just goes on and on with Roland. It never really ends with the nope. bad news. <laughs> Cloaked in something else. He thinks it's like nice to be this blunt at this time. He's trying to help. Yeah. Yeah. But it's misguided by a lot. <laughs> very, very misguided. Dr. Lippman comes. He's kind of hot. I gotta say, I also recognize him. I feel like he's been in some stuff. I'm sure he has. He does say that he has to do some tests. Moira's like... <laughs> Is that code for something? You have. You can tell me. I played a nurse in MASH. Like, that matters. That's so dumb. Stevie asks if it's a heart attack, and she, she hugs him. It's really cute. She, she hugs him, and she's like, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. She's on the verge of mm-hmm. crying, it seems. Moira shouts, be careful with him, precious Precious cargo. cargo. And of course, I immediately think of Leslie Nope saying that to Biden. Oh, God, uh, Because yes. <laughs> it's gold. He's precious cargo. Take care of him. She. This is actually sweet. Moira, like, leans on Roland's shoulder, and he's like, oh, it's too, too soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he's very much a comedic need mm-hmm. in this, which is good. David and Patrick are dealing with this stick mm-hmm. that's in his shoe. And he just keeps telling David, he's like, just pull it out. David takes his shoe off, and luckily there's no bleeding. But David's like, I don't trust where the stick has been. So he gets out this hand sanitizer. Some hand sanny. He's like, oh, it can be used as as a disinfectant. And he's like, I wouldn't go to a picnic without it. We can reapply later, but at least he doesn't have to worry about gangrene. So that's good. At least that's semi-responsible. Yeah. Because they don't have, basically, they didn't have the first aid he said it was either ice packs or a first aid kit. So again, kind of David's fault there. <laughs> he has an honest apology now to Patrick. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I didn't appreciate you enough. 
I agree to keep hiking if you want to. And Patrick thanks him, but he's like, I feel like I killed the romance. And David just tries to convince him otherwise. He's like, you planned this beautiful day for us. So they do keep hiking. And Patrick is like, well, I should get Mm -hmm. in front because he has no idea where he's going. And he's like, that's fair. You don't know where you're going. True. (laughs) Back at Ted's apartment. Ted is asking what Alexis is doing, and her response is, oh, just being on the internet. And he looks closer, and it's an image search for (laughs) intense boating disasters. She's like, well, I wanted to know what I would look like after a catamaran accident. (laughs) (laughs) Ted really asks her, he's like, did you really believe this reading? And she admits it's more than that. She's just been traveling the world since she was a teen model. A teen mom. Yeah, something about this trip feels different. So at least she's being honest. And she tries to explain. I fucking love this. So funny. <laughs> yes. What she thinks is insane. She's like, I have this nagging feeling that I'll be thinking about my family as soon as we get there. Like, I won't be there. Like, I'll physically be there, but. But I'll be thinking about my family. The rest of me will be with my family. And Teddy's like, this is an ex- insane. Cool. And then she just keeps trying to explain it. This is called missing someone. He's very sweet and patient with her, which is why they work so well, because he understands how to adapt to what she's trying to say. He tells her, yes, you're describing missing someone, and it's really normal (laughs) to feel like that. So she admits this is a new feeling for her, and then she goes on. She's like, what if something happens to David? I'm basically his only friend. (laughs) And then she's like, I'm also worried about my dad, because sometimes David and Moira can gang up on him, and then... I'm his only friend. Yes. It's like, apparently she's everybody's only friend. Except for Moira, which is clear. (laughs) But Ted is like, okay, you're leaving the nest for a while, which is good. It's just a really big change. And if we really hate it there, we can go. Mm -hmm. So that's smart to say. He says we can come home. So this is a big thing because Schitt's Creek is home to her now. So that's a big deal, which is exciting. Back at the hospital... Roland, of course, says it's been a really long time and they've been waiting for Johnny. It's not a good sign. So Stevie jumps in saying that Mrs. Rose really doesn't need to hear that right now. And then Moira says, well, on the Balkan Peninsula, silence is but an empty serving platter. That's what they say. And she notes that there are probably several benign reasons for keeping him back there. So she is kind of calming herself as well, which is smart because Roland is not helpful. So... He does get a little bit better at comfort in the first place by saying, oh, well, he's probably just telling one of his long-winded stories. But that immediately sucks because he goes, oh, or he could be on the table with a triple bypass. With a triple bypass. (laughs) What a switch in less than 30 seconds. Stevie, meanwhile, is kind of very anxiety. Like like her legs are up on the seat and everything. Yeah, it's very much a adult want to be around people thing like just really nervy she says mr rose is going to be fine he has to be she's i feel like she's kind of talking to herself he has to be yeah yeah but she tries to act like it's about the motel she's like oh i i, I just can't be left alone there because i don't do math i can't do math yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so dr lemon comes back now and with johnny and he said they did an endoscopy and all he had was severe heartburn Woo! yay He's like, I gave him an antacid, a strong one. And Roland hugs him first, saying he thought it was the end. But he's a real blessing. (laughs) It's so sweet. (laughs) Dr. Littman asked for Johnny to lay off the morning cinnamon buns and acidic foods for a while, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. He mentions Johnny's like, oh, yeah, can you talk about, you know, the fatal, the fatal cases of heartburn that the and the doctor's like, it's like, did I say that? "Uh, Yeah. He's like, did I? I don't know about that. 
And Johnny checks in on Stevie because she's still, you know, looks anxious. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, I just don't want to have to fold all the programs. And then she says, it's good to have you back. Cute. She was super freaking out. I know. It was really sweet. Well, I feel like he's definitely like a dad to her at this point. Yeah. He's like a big feather figure for her. Yeah. A feather figure? Feather figure. <laughs> a feather figure. Feather figure. Okay. Father. David and Patrick have made it to the top of their hike. Woo. David is carrying Patrick because he, he was <laughs> limping. And he's like, my mom also would have flipped out if you showed up to opening night not being able to walk. So... <laughs> He actually is surprised that he likes the view. And <laughs> Patrick comments on it. He's like, I wouldn't bring you there if it wasn't worth it. Like, bring you all the way up. If mm-hmm. I didn't think it was worth it. Yeah. David asks about setting up the picnic, like what he has to do. So Patrick is like, oh, we can save that for another day. Well, I didn't carry you up a mountain to not eat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> to not eat cheese. Which, Which well, yes, beautiful. I agree. I agree. So Patrick tells him where the blanket and the food is. And then he pulls out champagne and goes, oh, excuse me. What? Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> and he's like, OK, and there's champagne, too. And then Patrick tells him to go in the front pocket of the backpack. And David pulls out this small box. And Patrick is kneeling while this is happening. Patrick, like, yeah, he like scoots over. So David also. uh We'll talk about it. But this acting here for both of them. But he like almost instantly mm-hmm. starts crying because he he can tell what's going yep. on. He's proposing. <laughs> it's like though dramatic. He tells him he's like, OK, so I used to go on this hike when I was starting to get feelings for this guy. I was in business. When I first moved into this town. I didn't know if he felt the same or if I could muster up the courage to tell him how I felt. And then he calls David the love of his <laughs> life. And he's like, this felt like the perfect place to ask him to marry me. It's a 24 carat. It's so sweet. <laughs> Gotta talk about the fact that there's four rings because he always wears that. I know. I fucking love it. Hilarious. They're gold and they're pretty. And yeah, he immediately asks if they're 24 carat. Jesus. I mean, yes. <laughs> Just say, oh, yes, and I love you. And before that, he asks if he's sure. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Patrick says, easiest decision of my life. Oh, oh. Are you sure? Beautiful. I want it. I want it. It's so cute. I cried. I also love that it's nature, which is Mm -hmm. not David, but it's like private, which is David. So well done. And meaningful. If I ever get proposed to, I want it to be meaningful like that. I don't want like a big, you know, I don't want like the world there. I hate the public ones, honestly. I don't want that. Yeah, that's so much pressure. I feel like I thought they were cool when I was younger and now I'm like, that's a lot. No. I do love the, how people do, like, the secret photography stuff. I would love that because then you can see, like, what your face looks like and everything when it's happening, even though it's probably just, like, tears. <laughs> but I do think it's sweet that it's, like, a private, meaningful thing. Alexis goes into the cafe, and it looks like they're closing up. Yeah, because she's like, hey, how was your shift? Was it a good shift? Was it a nice shift? Twyla's asking, oh, is this about the card reading? Because she's just being, like, weird. <laughs> she doesn't know what's going on. And Alexis denies it. Jesus. She's like, well, I just feel like it wasn't a good send off and I-, I want you to try again. And Twyla's like, I think the deck is cursed because I predicted four other drownings that day. <laughs> Death aside, your last reading was really good. But you guys got up before I could tell you. Death aside. They left, but she flipped the Ten of Cups and she saw Alexis's family with a big golden ring of light around it. Like they had something really big to celebrate, which is nice. And she goes, it's going to be a good year, Alexis. You're on the right path. And Alexis thanks her. 
Twyla, of course, <laughs> says that the golden ring means prosperity, just so she knows. Or it could be a stain from the beer bottle that her mom's ex, the one that gave her the cards. So she goes, ew. <laughs> <laughs> she leaves. <laughs> Yay. Woo. Episode done. Love it. So good. So, whew, shithead of the week. It's my turn. Mm-hmm. It's rough because... Even though it was, like, clear storylines, they were, like, completely separate. Oh, yeah. And I really love Stevie in that sto- in their storyline. But I also really love Patrick in the proposal storyline. It's so hard. So I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with Stevie. Okay. Even though the biggest thing for me is the proposal in this episode. Like, I cried so much. And I cried again rewatching it. We can both give nods to the proposal in general because that gives both of them. Right. The proposal is fantastic. But Stevie was so subtle in the way she like reacted to thinking Johnny was dying. And she was like trying to keep it cool, but definitely not keeping it cool. And I feel like that's a lot of us. Mm -hmm. Or at least a lot of people that don't offer their emotions openly, I guess, that are keep more closed off. But yeah, awesome. I'm going to give it to Moira (laughs) because I was going to do Stevie. But since you talked about it so well, I will. (laughs) I will also because I was choosing between the two of them because I do think that the proposal is its own thing and it can be a separate thing. But Mm -hmm. I just (laughs) the way she drops her voice, the way she's all over the place, just the vocals in this episode. Yeah, she goes through so many dynamics throughout the whole episode. Including the beginning when she's all cheery and then she shouts at them for not folding the programs and then everything with Johnny. The coffee, the empty coffee. It's a gesture, David. <laughs> yes. Don't be so literal. Don't be so literal. I feel like we should go back at the end of this and pick how many she's <laughs> she's had because I feel like a lot were from me. Oh, yeah. Count them out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should do like a tally up who our shitheads have been since the beginning. Yeah, that would be fun. For the finale. The finale, final number. The final E. <laughs> Which is what it is. Ah, <laughs> Anyways, awkward. <laughs> We're idiots. Omicron is a bitch, so we'll oh. just get that out. So I hope you're all being safe and looking after yourselves. Because honestly, mm-hmm. it happens to people with no context at this point. Yeah. So the people- it's fun that I know have gotten it are the people that have been taking the most care of themselves. Yeah. It's real fun. So like, it doesn't give a fuck anymore. No. It's like, who, how many people can I destroy? (laughs) Yeah. Fuck it up. The nice thing is, if you're vaxxed and boosted or at least vaxxed, it's way mild. Mm -hmm. So that helps a lot. It's better than going to the hospital. For sure. So, missing work is not cute. So. Not cute. Stay safe. And don't get murdered. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what podcast are we on? <laughs> Elvis? Meow. <laughs> anyway, if you don't get that inside joke, you can figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure you can if you're listening to it. I don't know. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, on that note, best wishes. Warmest regards. <laughs> Bye. Bye.